Hello, and thank you for joining us for another edition of Women in Fluid Power, brought to you by Fluid Power World. I'm Mary Gannon, and today I'm joined by Rachel Schmidt of Elwood Corp. Rachel is a sales application engineer and was a member of our Women in Fluid Power panel at our Fluid Power Tech Conference in Milwaukee in 2018. She knows firsthand the importance of bringing awareness to the food power industry. Thank you for being with us here today, Rachel. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Mary. I look forward to having a conversation with you today. Great. So I think, you know, when we've talked in the past, you told me before that you fell face first into fluid power. Can you tell me a little bit about what you mean by that? Yeah, I think that's kind of, you know, one of my taglines for how I got into the industry. I never really had the intention of working in hydraulics or fluid power, but almost five years ago now, I had the opportunity to join Elwood um, as a inside technical sales engineer, and um, they were kind of took a chance on me. I didn't have really much hydraulics experience besides what I had learned in college, which many of us know today is not very much, mm-hmm. um, and they were willing to train me and really teach me about their product, and um, it's kind of grown from there, and my passion for the industry really has jumped off from that point. So tell us a little bit about your background then. So you you do have an engineering degree. What is your degree in? Yeah, so I um, went to Michigan Tech University in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Um, I went there for mechanical engineering and actually biomedical engineering. From there, I worked for a company that did uh, commercial construction engineering, actually, and I worked as an inside salesperson and as a design engineer. And then when I decided to move to Wisconsin five years ago, I moved into the hydraulics industry with Elwood Fluid Power. Yeah. So Wisconsin is a is a great hotbed for hydraulics, so that makes absolute sense that you would have ended up there. You said that your passion for the industry has grown. You know, can you tell us a little bit about that? Why do you think your passion has grown for this industry, and, and where do you think it's going to continue to grow? Yeah, so, you know, working for a company that really does such niche work in the industry, um, Elwood is a water hydraulics company, so not something you conventionally think of when you think of the oil hydraulics or mobile hydraulics industry. So we're more an industrial hydraulics company. Um, And I've really been able to do a lot of education, um, professional education with Milwaukee, the Milwaukee School of Engineering and being involved in a number of different societies that have really fueled my passion for saying, you know, I think we need more people involved in hydraulics. We need younger people. The industry is getting older and I think all of those things and meeting people who've been in the industry for such a long time has really uh, allowed me to really grow to love that and see the passion that for these companies that they built and for the products they represent. I think that really has kind of grown on me a lot. And that really drew me in and has really kept me here for sure. Absolutely. I, I feel the same way. I think that the fluid power industry, it's it's huge, but it's also small. <laughs> and yeah. there's sort of a family feel. People people might leave a company, but they probably aren't leaving the fluid power market. They're going to, you know, go from one company to another. They're still going to be, you know, working on mobile machinery or industrial hydraulics. And, and I think that's sort of a, a sort of a given in this industry. You kind of mentioned a little bit about, you know, your hydraulics training and getting more young people involved. Have you seen in your five years here, have you seen that that has actually changed a little bit? Do you see a movement towards getting more education out there and getting more young people involved? Yeah, I think for sure. I think it's um, an awareness thing. You know, you see it on all different levels, whether you're involved in NFPA or IFPS or any of the number of other professional organizations that people are realizing that 
a lot of the workforce that understands hydraulics is or had this in-depth knowledge is, is starting to leave. They're starting to retire. You know, a lot of those people are baby boomers and have worked in the industry for a really long time. And, you know, how do we really pull more individuals that still have a passion for the industry? Um, a number of years ago, I think I was sitting, actually maybe it was only a couple of years ago, I was sitting at a uh, MSOE event and the gentleman who was talking talked about how fluid power was not considered, I guess, one of the sexy industries. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true, but I think there's so many things that we can do to bring awareness to show that technology and so many of these other things that bring kids into engineering today are so important to the industry and, and are making it better and making it advance at a quicker pace than I think we've ever seen before. So I think there's a lot of opportunities. Um, it's just being aware of where those opportunities are at and having the company's support behind really allowing the individuals in their company to take advantage of that education. You know, like I said, I've been really lucky to work for a company that has allowed me to go outside and do outside education, um, do outside professional development classes, be involved in organizations. So not only I can see what else is going on and what other companies are doing, but I can bring that back to my team here and say, this is a way I think we can make things better and a way that we can move our product and our company forward as well. It's, you're very involved in a lot of things. Have you ever done any mentoring? Do you see that as, as a great way for the industry to, to kind of get these younger people involved and attracted to the industry? Yeah, so I've never done actually any uh, like fluid power mentoring, I guess I would say. I um, had the opportunity recently, um, I went back to my local high school and I did some presentations on engineering in general and really talked to kids about, you know, what the engineering field entails and that it's not only math and science, but there's so much more to that. There's communication, common sense, uh, you know, being able to understand how things work and problem solving. So I kind of have taken that route. I would like to get involved more. I just haven't had that opportunity or I think quite that time yet. Uh, I think my timing is coming here because now I sort of have this basis of understanding how the industry works and, you know, have a little bit more, I guess, awareness of other things to be involved in. So, yes, I will be taking advantage of that. I just haven't been there yet. That's wonderful. I think think mentoring is a great way for this industry to grow. I know that there are definitely more programs getting getting started in STEM and STEAM and then even the NFPA and, and whatnot are, are creating different things to get younger people attracted. So that's that's always critical. You know, you mentioned a little bit about being in the steel industry. That's a, a, a pretty kind of old school industry. How do you feel being a woman working there? Do you feel like it's uh, an unusual thing or is it, do you see more women, you know, when you're out there in these in these facilities? Yeah, so, uh, you know, Elwood, like I said, is a really unique company. We're an industrial water hydraulics company. And for us, that means our history is really rooted in primary metals and petrochemical, the petrochemical industry. So my day usually entails talking with a lot of uh, steel mills and aluminum mills and petrochemical companies. And a lot of those are very male dominated. You are starting to see more women in those industries and in engineering fields. Uh, There's a lot of opportunities outside of engineering for women to be involved there as well, but you're starting to see uh, more women and more younger generation type people, even in the past five years, really be involved in maintenance and project management and all those types of things. For me, it's been a really great learning tool. There's so many people there that have so much of experience, so much experience that are willing to pass on that knowledge. And um, I, like you said, I'm very involved in the steel industry and AIST, which has been a great resource for me to not only understand how our product works, but how the whole entire systems work for engineering um, 
for engineering a whole facility. So that's been really cool. That is pretty cool. Back to your education a little bit. So you, you got your degree. How did you get involved in engineering? What, what kind of sparked the love to, to go and study that? Bio, and biomedical engineering, you have, you have two totally different things. It doesn't seem like you've ever used that part of your degree, have you? No, not really. Um, you know, my my passion for engineering really started when I was a kid. My grandpa worked for GM for 40 years, and I actually got the the advantage of taking a tour of his shop when I was nine years old. Oh. Uh, he worked third shift at the tool and die shop um, in at a GM facility, and he was retiring, and I somehow at nine convinced him that I needed to go take a tour of this facility, and it was the coolest thing. You know, I have the most vivid memories of you know, seeing this machinery and seeing the things they designed. And that experience really was like, I would love to work for a company that designs cool stuff someday. And I was really lucky to have a strong support system that said, you can do whatever you want. You know, there was no limit to saying, hey, you know, you need to go into some, you know, whatever field. I had the opportunity to say, you know, I'm pretty good at math and science. Why can't I be an engineer? You know, why can't I go design, you know, buildings or cylinders or fluid power equipment? Like there was no limit to the ideas of what I could go do. And so that really, that relationship with my grandfather really fueled my passion for saying, hey, I like how things work. Why in the world can't I go do something more with that? And I think that really started my love for engineering and really put me down that path. That's a really cool story. I, I love when I can get out there and see what companies are doing and, and see how things are made. I think that is probably one of the best ways to really get young people interested in this. And I think, you know, you mentioned that, that comment about fluid power not being sexy, but I think if more people actually got into the, the factories and the plants and saw the design process, I think you might see, you know, people start changing their mind about, you know, getting involved in this, in this, in this industry. Yeah, I think that's really true. I think the big thing is, is, uh, you know, I think there's sort of this stigma, especially me working in the steel industry, that this is an old dying industry, which isn't true. You know, there's, um, you know, there is old technology and it has been used for a really long time. But the things that we do and the concepts that we use may be the same, but it's changing and there's technology involved in it, you know, and how we're using the technology to make processes more efficient and better that's the cool stuff that we get to do. That's the technology side of it that a lot of people I think forget about, or a lot of kids don't think about, especially because they're not made aware of it. You know, they think I need to go work on computers or I need to, you know, design this video game or I need to go do work on this really cool automated car, which are all amazing things. But, you know, there's other areas where it's like, this is how you're going to get to that point. These are the products you're going to use to make that vehicle better, or you're going to make that device better, or, you know, the testing equipment you're going to use to, you know, make that machine work in its best way possible. And I, I think that there's an exposure that needs to occur, you know, that says, hey, there's so much more out there than just just what you think engineering is. Absolutely. I think that the more people get more real life experience and seeing, you know, where where these technologies are used could definitely make a big change into getting more young people involved. Any other last thoughts you'd like to share before we finish up here, Rachel, about advice to anyone interested in getting into fluid power, whether it be, you know, a young woman or a young man? How do we uh, get them to sign on? Yeah, I think being a young engineer, you know, or getting somebody into fluid power is don't be afraid of it. You know, hydraulics can be really intimidating to begin with, partially because 
the education system isn't there behind it to really support um to support, you know, you getting directly in the field. There really is a need for continuing education afterwards to really understand what you're doing. Um, so don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to, uh, you know, get involved in different organizations, even if you don't feel like you're not prepared to. You know, if you're somebody that's maybe in high school, you know, go watch somebody at their job. You know, lots of companies are open to having uh, you know, young people watch what they do so that they can really bring them in and get them excited about the different industries that we work in. So really be curious, you know, ask questions. There's so much more to that than just, you know, the math and science. Uh, take advantage of the opportunities that are out there now that, you know, we didn't have 10, 12, 20 years ago. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for joining us today, Rachel. I really appreciate your insights, and I know that our listeners should get some great inspiration from you because you are yourself uh, still a, a young engineer, and you're pretty new into the industry, so you're going to do great things, which is uh, going to be fun to watch. Okay, well, thank you so much, Mary. I really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me um, and you know, for doing this and really making an exposure to women in the industry. You're welcome. And thank you to all of our listeners for listening to our Women in Food Power podcast series. For more industry news and updates, visit foodpowerworld.com.